Okay. All right. Hello and welcome to the Kitchen Witch Energy Shift. And today I have a special guest, Christine Dousty. Did I say that right? Dousty. Dousty. Ah, I knew I was going to pass it up. Um, Christine Dousty. And she is, she has a, her own business, Sacred Vitality, and she's a consciousness coach. And we met, I love um, what Christine uh, shares what she coaches on, which is um, energy, because we both work it with energy. We understand how important it is. And I think we we kind of bonded because we are almost in the same age group. I'm probably a bit older than you, but we discovered our power a little bit later. And mm-hmm. I think our mission is to kind of get it out there for anybody. It's n- never too late to discover mm-hmm. the power of your energy. So we met through the Wayward Witch. We're both like little witchy, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Welcome, Christine. Tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, so glad to be here. Thank you. Yes. So I uh, about six or seven years ago had a um, well. I joke that it wasn't a burnout. It was an awakening moment of realizing that the tactics and strategies and even the mindset that I used that got me to that point in my life to my late 30s, early 40s was not going to serve me anymore because it was just leading to constant burnout. And, you know, when you're taking a break at work and you're finding yourself in the bathroom crying and trying to pull it together and going home and having no patience for your kids and acting like alcohol and chocolate and sugar are your go-to coping mechanisms. At some point, ideally you realize this is not really the path I want to be on for my life. This is not getting me to anywhere vital. So That's when I woke up, I guess, and decided I needed to change and got um, into an energy healing program after receiving some energy healing. And I'm a person who likes to know how things work. So after I received a lot of healing and started to notice changes in my life, I then proceeded to become a student and figure out how to do it so I could help other people. Oh, I love it. Because once you discover myself, I have a similar story where I, you know, did the, what I thought I did everything right. You know, I got married, had the kids, got the house, saved the money, worked hard, worked hard, worked hard, tried mm-hmm. to do everything at home after work. And I have a similar story where I just come home and just be so anxious and spent. I didn't realize, and you'll, we'll talk a lot more about this because it's so important that I controlled my operating system. It was yeah. going haywire and chaotic and yeah. No one really taught us this in school. So I think yeah. when you and I learned it, it was such a big, my gosh, I wish I had known how much power I have. So, oh yeah, I, I bet you know, a lot of people it, listening can relate to this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, our, our nervous systems, no one, you know, outside of a biology class of how cells are split, <laughs> we're not really taught about what adrenals and cortisol and, and trauma is doing to the nervous system. Right. And And for me, my go-to was anger, but I know a lot of people that I work with, especially women and caretakers and, you know, mothers, um, it's not necessarily anger. There's a lot of anxiety and depression, but a lot of women just feel this like, you know, that they've lost the vigor, the, the curiosity, the wonder of being alive. And they're just trying to get through everything. You know? And that feels so sad, doesn't it? Because I, I'm sure you, you know, we, the same thing. I thought, is this it? Like, is this the right? Way? Is this yeah. the end? And you're so in your on your hamster wheel that you you almost can't even see beyond that you would have any power to to be beyond it. Because I don't know about you, but I fell into some victimhood, victim oh, mode. Absolutely. And I was like, I I took it out on the wrong oh, yeah. my family and. um because you don't, you, you know, you, you almost feel like backed into a corner. So you lash out because you don't you, sure. you put yourself in this box and you're the one to put yourself in the box and you're just so in it in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. So I know this conversation is going to shift um, energies. I think, I feel like 
almost automatically for a lot of people listening. Um, so I'm really excited about what we're yeah. going to share. We're going to share su subtle energy and the hygiene, subtle energy hygiene that Christine has really been focusing and studying. And let's just get right into it. So what is subtle energy hygiene? So even before we get into the hygiene piece of it, subtle energy is all the, all the, if you were to pull back the curtain of everything that's happening in life, it's energy. Everything is energy and energy is information that vibrates. So literally everything in existence vibrates at some level and contains energy as, as packets of data, it's information. So, and this information covers everything all over the whole planet, all over the whole planet. So even if we're talking about a chair or we're talking about a plant or we're talking about, you know, your aunt Josie out in Indiana, like it's still, we're, we're all energy and it's like a web that is woven and connects, interconnects everything. So when we talk about subtle energy hygiene, well, just as you would brush your teeth every day and take a shower every day, or even if you would clean your house in the spring, right? Because dust is accumulating or clutter accumulates in our bodies, on the levels of our bodies at the subtle level, meaning you can't see it, you can't necessarily touch it, but you can feel its presence. You can feel its effects on you. There is accumulation that happens. And it can happen over the course of your lifetime, which is when you get to a place of burnout, it's basically as if you went into your subconscious and you opened the door to a hoarder's paradise. <laughs> you know, you, you have kept every, every bad thing that ever happened to you, every story of victimhood, every rejection, every abandonment, every right, literally everything energetically stays inside your body unless you consciously go in there and take it out. So every program you received, every way you were told to show up, every way you were told to serve and, and give and be and not be and what to hide and what to show and all of that is trapped inside the body. Gosh, that makes so much sense. I, I, I never really looked at it that way before, but I like the, the way we're looking at that trapped invisible, what we, we can't see, but we can feel it. Yeah. It's like when we say, um, you don't know, you can't see a radio wave, but you can turn your radio dial to a station and receive data if you're in the station, right? When we don't care for our energetic hygiene, it's like we're stuck in the static constantly. And that's right. when we can feel confused and we can feel disconnected and we feel anxious and we feel run down because we are not consciously tuning the channel and we're just floating around in the ether of the static because we don't because we don't know because we've never been taught. Right. Like right. we end up in victimhood because all of our conditioning from when we were children is about how to show up in the outside world. There's very little, I mean, it's getting better now, obviously, but there's very little of how to care for and tend to what's going on in your inside world. Yeah, and all that trauma that, and a lot of people hold it um, secretly um, for fear of, I don't know, because how do you, there's not even words, really. Because yeah. like no. you're complaining, you're whining, you feel like, it's hard to describe, especially like if you're a child, you know, children or teenagers, like how do you describe it? And well, and when you're growing up in an environment where like my generation, very similar, I imagine to yours, was on the tail end of children are seen and not heard, mm -hmm. right? On the tail end. And even these things that seem innocuous are a form of conditioning and mindset patterning, right? So even if I get people who are like, well, my childhood was great. Okay, maybe it was great, but go back and listen, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Hmm, how, how's your money issues, right? Like you have to eat the food, things don't go to waste. How's your relationship with food? If you have time to lean, you have time to clean. How are you about just relaxing and being? Right. We're, 
you know, this is where when we're doing the consciousness and the subtle energy work, we're actually really making those connections that you must understand that your energy and attention goes to what you're focusing on. So what you're paying, and I put it in air quotes, what you're paying attention to is an experience that you're buying. Mm -hmm. So now go back, especially before the age of seven, because that before seven, you're like a sponge and you just absorb, absorb, absorb. So think about this when you said your victim state, right? You felt victim. So before you're seven, before you're even old enough to really have a greater concept of life outside of the family home, you've got TV, you've got school, you've got your parents, you've got your siblings, you've got your friends all telling you how you should be when you're too much, when you're not enough, how you should show up, what, you know, right? Like what to present. And they are basically trimming and pruning and conditioning you. Yeah. And then that door closes And then you take all that good, the bad, the indifferent, the in-between, the whatever, and you go, you go out into the world after seven, we start to, you know, make friends have a social life, get beyond our parents. And you're using all of those programmings, all those beliefs, all those ideas that you are forming an identity with, and you're throwing yourself (laughs) out into the world with these tools if you will, and these coping strategies, good or bad, and trying to create a a whole person from all of that. Out of the pieces that other people were putting on top of you. Yeah. And we don't even, and I talk about this in the kitchen, which energy shift, I have a course and it really talks mainly about the mindset, breaking it down. But when you, it's kind of a sad thing when you're late, a little bit later in life and you realize that you're not even sure you're you. Yeah, like I don't even know where these I'm not even sure why I just said that. I don't even know if that was a thought that was mine. And then you then you go down this right internal rabbit yeah. hole. You're like, you 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 don't want to get too bare with the layers because you're like, I'll be nothing. But it's a bit like scary because you're just kind of like, who For sure. am I? Who am I? So I love the like just we talk about peeling the layers back, just gently peeling. Yeah. And like you said, I don't think anybody's immune to. Oh, no. This is the human. No, this is the individuation process. Like, whatever you hit 30 and between 30 and 50, man, woman, doesn't matter. You're you're doing this process. (laughs) We call it, and sadly, and these names that we have for these things, I would really love to reprogram them because we call it a midlife crisis. Right. That's but it's yeah. no. And, you know, now we're tacking like because we love our fearful words and we yes. love, to, you know, make it sound so dramatic. Yes. Right. Oh, you're in a crisis. No. <laughs> what you're Awakening. doing is waking up to realizing that things that you've been operating on without even thinking about are suddenly making themselves known to you. And you're realizing that it doesn't align with who you actually are or want to be. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of people are not given the skills with what to do with that. Right. Like this is a natural if you look at I don't know a single person who hasn't reached a space in their lives and was like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to change anything. I'm perfect. You know, like unless- yeah, we joke about that with people who are retired and they're older and they just say anything. It's just like, I yeah. can't believe they just said that. And they just don't care. I think because right. they've been suppressed so long, then they finally said they looked around. And they're like, those people aren't even here to, to right. like impress, but anymore. And then, and then it's this probably a bit of anger. Um, if you find out very later in life, there's a bit of anger behind that because you think I've been tricked. Yes. And I've lost all this time. And then there's grief, right? Which is why I think it's so important that we talk about subtle energy and realize that like, really what we're talking about is the vibration of the resonance and the frequency that you're giving off. And it's been measured. I mean, you can look it up scientifically and we can get into the science of it. There there are things on my YouTube, but basically because we're all vibrating packets of energy, this, this frequency, and when we talk about a high or low frequency, 
we're not talking about positive or negative. We're talking about higher frequencies vibrate faster because they can process the information faster and lower frequencies are slower and it takes a sludgy, right? They're lower. They're also more dense, which is why physical reality seems so solid, even though on a subatomic level, it's not. But my point is that even these packets of energy are your thoughts, are your emotions, are your feelings. And for good, better, or worse, they stay in the cells in the body. They stay in the organs. They stay with you and they accumulate. And whether they were good, bad, or not, it's just like going back to the house cleaning or the teeth brushing or the showering. You got to get rid of it. <laughs> you have to have a, a process that allows you, even if you're only going layer by layer, to go in and clean it off. Because otherwise, the same thing that happens in the body, if we don't move our bodies and we don't exercise our bodies, the fascia doesn't get the lubrication it needs anymore. And then our joints stiffen up and we end up with arthritis or we end up with, you know, literally locked bodies because, you know, you see the older people and they can't move. And that's because they're not lubricating the joints. They're not moving the joints. They're not utilizing their bodies in the optimal way. Subtle energy is the same concept for, for whatever you, however you feel about your past, you still need to go in there and clean. You know, if your default emotion is anger, then that means that anger has accumulated in the body to the point that that's your default. Now, you know, no, I don't know hardly any person at their basis that anger is their default. It's something that has developed over time because at our pure essence, at our, at our core, every human being is about love. Every human being wants love. They want to receive love. They want to give love. We're not like, I want to be, you know, that old curmudgeon that's like, get off my lawn or I'm going to, you know, spray with my host. Nobody, I mean, that happens because of experiences and because of traumas and because of experiences, as I said, that, that aren't processed, that aren't released from the body. Now you're dealing as you said, what part of me said that? Well, that is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with all these separate parts that are kind of activated because of traumas. But mm -hmm. when you do the subtle energy hygiene and you engage in a practice that removes those things, that energetic charge gets released and you no longer feel triggered by that anymore. And then you can allow your vibration and your frequency to operate at its normal, at its authentic level for everyone, which is more closer to love and joy and wonder and fun and play and all the things that, you know, we all desire to be. Right. And I think both of you and I can attest to it's possible because I've been detached from my loving self and leaning into the dark side, you know, it's that two wolf thing, which one you're feeding. And so I, I used to, I did, I, I didn't know, again, didn't know I had the lever or controller or key. Yeah. And then when you find it, you, you can see things clearer. You're yeah. not going to ever eliminate suffering. You're a human and dark and light exist, and that's in you and that's never going away, but you, it's nicer to lean towards the love side and um, why wouldn't you, <laughs> you know, right. why wouldn't you just enjoy those feelings? You deserve them. Every single person who's alive is, ha that's their, you know, God-given um, right to feel happy. Um, I don't think anybody, like, no matter how much you self-sabotage and self-loathe, um, you deserve happiness. And I know that that's sometimes easier said than done. And it's easier yeah. to say when you're on the other side of it, but I can say, I can, I think I can say we've both done a lot of work. So it's seen a lot of shadowy stuff and uh, you go through the hard stuff. It's not like, Oh, I'm just going to flip this switch and right. be happier. So let's... Or I've done my healing and I never have to heal again. <laughs> oh, no, we, we were talking earlier and we can float back on this, but I don't want to forget it that no matter how much work you do, you're always going to need it, yeah. always, but it's, we're faster. It's, it's like remember oh, muscle yeah. memory. you're just faster for you're sure. Gonna, you're going to have bad days. You're going to fall out of your frequency. You're going to 
feel the, all the emotions, but you're going to recognize it and you're not going to get stuck in there. You're going to say, I, okay. Yeah. And that it's the getting stuck part, right? Because you're right. Like our, we're humans. So we're meant to experience the whole range of emotions. We're, we're meant to have the good and the dark and the light and all that. It's when we're stuck that it becomes it becomes an issue that that's like a hi, you need some work. Right. And to go back to what you're saying too, um, where, where we're feeling this, or if we have a feeling that we keep coming up on, I, I don't, I like to always pepper with a little bit of science. So there are like, um, 30 to 50 trillion cells in the body. And each one of them is capable of programming and holding data. <laughs> so that also includes thoughts and emotions, right? So when, when we are feeling stuck or we have done some work and we've gotten through the hard part at first, it's like the first time is so hard because it's such a shock to the system because we're, we don't understand what we're getting into. And we're like, oh my God, we feel stripped of identity because we've attached ourselves so much to the suffering that we we think that that's who we are, right? Like we think we're a horrible person or we think that we are a failure, right? These are like core beliefs deep yeah. down yeah, that, that we have to disengage right. from. Like, oh, you feel like this isn't going to work. This is silly. Right. I'm never going to Even change. that, what's under that? What's under the, I'm, this is silly is- if you keep going underneath, it's silly because I don't deserve happiness or I don't deserve someone to love me or, you know, like there's these, there are these central core beliefs that come down to separation, abandonment, rejection, feeling unworthy, feeling unloved, not deserving, right? Like whoever you talk to, if you were to pick the part of the problems, go down deep enough that's where that's where you get to and then a whole story develops and then because we're energetic beings we're giving off a a frequency we're giving off a uh, a beacon if you will that is projecting outward and this is why we have so much power because we're actually projecting outward this frequency and then because of the law of attraction we end up getting experiences that match that frequency so it's like, I, I don't deserve money, right? And then I get this windfall of money. But because deep down, I feel like I don't deserve it. Now I'm going to suddenly I manifest all these bills <laughs> that strip me of my money, right? And it's not about being a good person or a bad person. It's just understanding the mechanics of what are ha what's happening. And you have that because we're electromagnetic beings, because all of this stuff is stored in our bodies. When you tune into what's actually happening in the body. And as you say, there's two frequencies. There's the ego who's always focused on fear and what could go wrong. And like, let's make an exit plan and everything is scary and we need to, you know, retract and hide away. And then we have our soul who came here to play and experience being human and get excited and be in wonder and try stuff out and go have adventures. And it's not one or the other. There's nothing wrong with any of us, truly. We just need to treat the ego because the ego was formed in those first seven years, right? So we need to treat that ego as like the scared little child that it is. And, and, and respect it because it will, it does protect you when you need it. Absolutely. It's, it's almost like we have a hyperactive ego. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And when you do the subtle energy hygiene and the healing, basically all you're doing is going into where that scared little child is that built up all these walls, that built up all this false reality, that built up all this perception and all this belief structure and a benefit structure and all these things that it thought it needed to protect itself. And you go in there and you're like, hey, <laughs> it's okay, basically, right? Like, Let's have a little chat and let me show you what's actually happening in my life. And let me show you how powerful you are. But what you're doing with that power right now is actually not beneficial. It's actually hurting my life. It's actually limiting me. It's actually causing me to get sick, right? So what if we took all of that power and awesomeness that you are and you can do for me and let's reprogram it, let's repattern it 
and use it towards like this thing that I actually want to manifest and have in my life. Are, are you good with that? Can we do that? And of course, that little piece, because it's you, is like, yeah, let's totally do that. And then, boom, you freed up all of this energy and consciousness. You've let all that other history and pattern and the whole trajectory, if we're getting magical about it, you let it all go. And then you're able to reclaim that energy to use it towards having a good time, yeah. <laughs> manifesting more love and joy. Yeah, no, it's a, and you have, and you can see your energy when you talk about it, that's how strongly you believe in it because it's real and you're emitting energy right now from people listening, yeah. picking up on your energy. And I can feel, I can actually feel it in my cells. When I am on live with people who I'm resonating with, um, I am like high as a kite. I'm all, kind of feel like, like, I just, not that I, I don't do drugs, but like, imagine that if it's like a super high and I'm yeah. only, I'm getting it from the connection I'm getting. And I don't even have to be in the same room. And when you talk about the ego and the soul, it's funny. Cause I, I've had to name it like my, my little Michelle, my little girl, she's my protective ego, very scared. And then the big sister, Michelle, who's like, it's all, I got you, you know, we're going to be okay. Big sister talking to little sister. And um, because you might as well name them or like get to really get close to them because they're, they're in you. So, and it's more fun. Let's just make it more fun. Absolutely. You've got little you, you've got angry teenager, you (laughs) like, or rebellious teenager, you, you know, you, you've got the enforcer, you, you've got the, you know, I mean, we could go, uh, Joe Campbell does a whole thing on archetypes. Like that's, that's where this comes from. They're all, they're all parts of ourselves. Yeah. So that's like why you would think you're speaking in one minute. And then, then you say something and you're like, where, where did that come from? <laughs> I, oh yeah. I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And it's funny because when you're with a group of people, that are connected to your old self that, Oh, there she is. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know you still. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh you're still in the room. Really oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that, somebody will pull that energy. Cause like you said, they're like hitting upon a frequency inside you yes. and that, that just wakes up and it's almost like back yep. from the, it like, reactivates the pattern. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's the, the bad person <laughs> and, uh, or, Oh my gosh, it's so funny. You might as well just, you know, you can really kind of, you might as well have fun with it and not beat yourself yeah. up. And that's what totally. I kind of have to do is when I see that like shadowy part of myself, I'm like, what? That is well, so yeah. cool you came from. That is so funny. But seeing it reacting to it without, with, with love, that's a hard thing to do because we, it's hard. No. Like, you know, I see, people- and this is where words are spells. It's not a hard thing to do. It's something you're learning to get better at. Learning to get better at. Yes. We'll yeah. Go I like the bridge. There. If you need the bridge, I'm learning to, because um, your cells are always listening. So when you're saying something is hard, when you're saying something is traumatic, it's, it's a subjective experience that we're all having. And right. what story are you telling yourself? This is all subtle energy. If you're telling yourself a story of internally or externally, like when you listen to how you, what people ask you, how you are, what you're doing. If you start with a story of this crappy thing happened to me, and now I'm going to go tell this other person, this crappy thing happened to me. And now I'm going to write. And now we're just spreading around the story of a crappy thing that happened to me. Well, that's the vibration that you're setting that that's the, that's what you're putting out there. Right. But if you're like, I'm good, I'm awesome. I'm learning to take better care of myself. I'm always learning to love myself a little bit more, whether it's in the kitchen, whether it's, you know, taking myself for a walk, whether it's just going out of my way to find gratitude. It's a challenging practice to be sure, because there, there's so many different, I'm going off on a tangent, but there's so many different things of like a negative experience sticks like Velcro and a positive experience flows off like Teflon. Hmm. And one negative experience can take 10 positive experiences to rebalance it. And that's because the ego, the injured, the wounded, the traumatized part, and so serious about how victimized it is by the world. Mm-hmm. And we, our challenge, our invitation, our, you know, place to play 
is to find that sense of humor, hug that little part of us and go, let's go off here and go find 10 things that are actually going well with our life right now. And let's balance this out because that's the story I'm choosing to tell. That's right. the vibration I, I choose to put out. I mean, do I need to be well-fed and well-slept and <laughs> in a good mood to make that easier? Yes, of course, right? Like, yeah, yeah, of course. But, but some people still aren't even aware that it's an option. If that's, and that's where we're, so I think, right, where we are at this point in the conversation is, do you think we've are, are articulated enough, like, signs that you might be needing hygiene like mm. some, some examples i think we you and i kind of talked about it but like low those low st- sticky stuck in the yeah. or like quick tempered um one of the things that you just reminded me of is the programming the automatic pilot we're on wake wake up in the morning um and we just allow all the all the hard stuff of the day to get i'm going to say hard i said yeah. it again. now yeah, watch yeah, for sure all the things like I have to do and it's, it's not do, yeah. one thing, but we are automatically taught to yeah. look at all the obstacles in front of us and then knock them down. So um, ego problem solve, line up the problems, knock problem them solvers, down. Yep. knock them down. And, and when you wake up every day and that's your day, yeah, that's, that's where's the fun and magic in that. Well, you wake up in the morning and you go right to your phone and you're already out of your body you're already pulled right into what, what does society have to say about this, about that, about, about right. who, how many hearts or likes did I get? You know, if, yeah. Yeah. So you're right? heading like, away. the programming begins the minute you wake up. Oh yeah. So I guess we can all, I mean, the signs that you need hygiene, I, I guess talking to you now, it makes me, um, even when I'm in my best energy flow, it's just that just the mindfulness of, I love this energy. Like I'm just going to try my best to keep it going. Yeah. Um, Or like I'll lock this in my body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Other signs. Like if you're having relationship issues, repetitive relationship issues, like, like you keep ending up with the same, you know, maybe outwardly the job is different. The facial features are different, but the problems right? The trust issues or the cheating or the lying or, or the just not being there for you or, you know, whatever those are. And that's repetitive. And that keeps happening. If people are using you, if they don't, even, if, you know, even if you have people in your life who aren't asking you, how are you? <laughs> if they're not reaching out to check on you and you are always needing to reach out to feel connected, any, like that's an, that's an, that's an indicator that there's some energy hygiene off balance. If circumstances keep repeating, bills keep showing up, you keep getting speeding tickets, right? Like you keep having this problem at work, same problem or same coworker or anything like that, that same reoccurring physical issues, any kind of chronic issues that keep showing up, there is an imbalance in the energy hygiene. If you struggle to stay present, if you're always in the in the past, worrying about what you said or didn't say or how it turned out, or you're forecasting into the future and getting yourself anxious and worried about what's upcoming that you need to do or take care of, and you struggle to just be still, even for a few moments, then there's, there's an imbalance, right? Because all the power is in the present moment. And if you're someone who feels like uh, you, you don't understand what your purpose is, <laughs> what are you here for? Well, Hint, hint, the clue is love. You're here for love. <laughs> but if you're really like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Then that's also an imbalance of energy hygiene. And for those of my physical friends, because we all reach it like a mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical level. And a lot of people can relate most easily with the physical sense. If you are holding tension in your body, like your jaw is constantly tight or your shoulders are always scrunched up, right? Or your stomach is in knots or you're hunched over a lot or you're breathing shallowly or you're breathing from your mouth or like constantly, like your mouth should be closed. 
if any of these things, and additionally, any food issues, any like struggles, right? Because we're your kitchen wish. So anywhere in the kitchen, nourishing yourself, taking care of yourself, not exercising, not moving your body, any of those things that happen, like it's not even on your radar or, you know, the headaches or the sore eyes or whatever it is, any kind of issue like that, that comes up consistently and regularly is also a sign that there is subtle energy that, that needs attention. One of the big things that I just had a workshop, uh, crafting an enchanted vegan kitchen. And a part of it was like asking for help and the arguments, um, chores, kitchens, um, kitchens can repel people because the energy is needs hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. But your energy's not clean. And so you're repelling in one part of the workshop and one part of the kitchen, much energy shift is it's so funny. It's easy for me to look back on it now, but if you're looking at somebody who's like militant, angry, giving off all these negative energies, stomping around, complaining, that is not attractive. Like I do not want to be that in that energy. So it's hysterical to think that parents, myself was included, yeah. to do all those behaviors, thinking that people are going to come in the kitchen and help me, like, and actually hang out with me. Like, right. Well, uh, it seems right. like common sense, but now, now you flip the switch. And I like to talk about playing in the kitchen. Remember yeah. when you, your kids were younger and you'd be like, oh, this is so delicious. And you'd make something and you wouldn't, you wouldn't say anything to them, but you were enjoying it. You were having fun. And they were like, what are you, do? even if you're having fun talking on the phone with a friend, they're like, what are you doing? Like, I need yes. to be in your energy. Yes. I, I was watching. You're a magnet. Talking, you become right? a magnet. A magnet. I was watching somebody who was talking on a video and she was giving out energy healing in a, in a way. And the cat just would just not get off. Of, and I'm like, she's attracting <laughs> the energy, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I, I love the, to like relating it to the kitchen is like, think about your kitchen energy hygiene and what you're giving off. Yeah. You want to be a magnet, like, and you have to look at your own behavior and say, would I want to, if I was a 13 year old or anybody, even your husband or your wife, mm-hmm. would I want to be hanging out after work with you? But you turn on the music, you're laughing, you're telling stories about your day, you're joking, um, playing around with stuff and being playful. Yeah. Guess what's going to happen because it's happening in my own home. So I can say that with confidence is like, it's just a complete, and I was the one, well, I can say it, I'm okay to say it and admit it. I was the one who was giving off a lot of negative energy. And the minute you recognize it, switch it up. It can be quick, but yeah. I also think there's patience involved because people don't know that people might not know you yet. And that's like, it. It takes a while. Like, oh, she's completely different person. Kind of yeah. like that energy. Um, so if, it, if yeah. you're working on it, don't give up. It's no, really don't give up. It. It's really worth it. And you've hit the nail on the head so many times. And in the course of the years that I've been working with this and my clients and it always comes down to play. Mm-hmm. There's so much freedom and joy and permission in mm-hmm. just having fun and and letting it be whatever it's going to be. It's so non-judgmental, right? Just play because that's when you're your most you. <laughs> you're just being yourself. You're having a good time. And yeah, we still need to do the laundry. We still need to buy groceries. We still need to do all the things that need to get done as parents and people and humans. But no one said we need to be so serious about, are we doing it right? I mean, yeah, people did when we were younger. Absolutely. But now we can choose to let that go and not worry about are you doing it right? Whatever right looks like. Are you being successful? Whatever successful looks like. If you just try, if you do nothing else to start playing with subtle energy hygiene, my suggestion would be, is it fun? Am I, am I going for play right now? Even if it's the first time I've ever done it and I feel super awkward and this feels, you know, like, like I'm, I'm a noob and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm going to, you know, fail and whatever, who cares? Go have a good time. You'll get better next time. Like whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm sure whatever you've really attempted to do in your life, 
you've done successfully. Right. It's liberating and it's freeing. And I get a, I'm going to throw this into the conversation because I feel like it's, it's in households where someone's trying to shift the energy to more positive and they're playing and the other person is, is really dark. And oh, maybe yeah. like, what do you do? Like, what, what's this? Like kind of sabotaging you? Yeah. Like they Normal. don't want you to have fun. I know it's no, okay. no, they're threatened. They're threatened, right? Yeah, this might be I like a whole that when yeah, like, you're trying oh, that's like a whole other conversation, but we could table it for another time. But I yeah. feel like some people listening might say, I'm trying to be light and fun, and yeah, another person's very dark and just kind of shoots me dirty looks, or yeah, I'm just getting like a negative vibe, and, and then it brings you down. So we could for we could sure that. The easiest thing to do for that, and we can talk about it another time. And truly, like you say, it it takes time and and everything. But oftentimes I find that it's not that the other person doesn't want to get on board. It's that their ego gets triggered and they're scared and they don't have the tools to be able to be uh, emotionally mature and have a comp, right? Like it's no fault of any of our generation. We just literally were not taught how to do it. So it's startling. And often the response to being threatened is to want to attack. Right. If you yourself can have compassion, try to make, you know, try to breathe some space into that, try to breathe some permission. Like the idea of the play is that you come to a space where you feel safe. You feel safe to be you and you feel that you are a safe space for other people. Like when you're talking about the kitchen, nobody wants to come in if it looks militant and rough and hard. But when you're playing, what are you doing? You're making it safe. You're making it seem like if I come and join you, I get to, I get to do this too. Right? Like I get attacked. I'm not going to get yelled at. I'm not going to get right. Like I'm not going to be told that I'm not allowed to be messy or I'm not allowed to make mistakes. Like it's going to be safe for me. And this goes to the heart of really what we're talking about, which is actually the heart. Like we have three brains, right? Like the gut, which processes a lot of emotions. And that's why it's so important to nourish ourselves and the heart, which is truly the main brain, even though we've always deferred to the brain in our heads, which we give so much credence to in our society. But when you really understand that brain is only for processing information, it's the heart and the gut that are for processing the emotional and the experiential. So when we can move into that space and give permission for them to make the face at you and don't take like, that's, that's them. That's not you. Don't that's, shrink from it. I think no. that's the hard part. Cause I've done it in my life where I've wanted to be different or more playful. And I felt the other person, it could be anywhere. It could be from high school on through my whole life. I'm not pinpointing yeah. anyone in particular, but then you feel right. like, Oh, I'm being like, you're being silly. I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. And you know, their ego. And- is attacking your ego. It takes some courage practice. to be you. Yeah. And practice, 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 practice. Your heart's going to sure. want to bring you back to that place. So I guess I'm hoping that if it's happened to anybody's listening, like, yeah, keep it's, it's normal to feel. I felt that almost what's the word I'm looking for judgment from others. For sure. I've lost Those friends. <laughs> yeah. Like it happens because you're not resonant. And, and, you know, yeah, it's different when those people live in your house. (laughs) Absolutely. And you have to find other ways, but you're allowed to evolve. You're allowed to grow and change. And sometimes it can be as simple as I'm trying out something new. I, and I like preemptively, I thank you so much for the space and the freedom that you're allowing me to try something new and feel free to try something new yourself. And I'd love to support you doing that. Right. Sometimes you just need to call it. You do. So I think, I think sometimes we don't say it in plain language. We just, other people are supposed to get it because totally, totally. I I had some clients who they're like, I'm going to do all this work and then I'm not going to tell my partners and I want to see if they notice. 
don't play these games. Yeah. yeah. My suggestion is don't play these games. Call it right out. Make it an open space. Maybe yeah. they don't sign up. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. But you like, like I, doing that, I, I, yeah, I, I, that's really good that you brought it up because I think a lot of people do that um, for various reasons. But what you're doing is you're creating a, a more of a separation because yeah. it feels like if you're there already, you're actually making the separation bigger by doing this thing on your own and just not sharing. The connection is weak then, right? So if you're just right. saying, you know, this is what I'm trying. And maybe the person at first is like, okay. But yeah. then three days later, they could just be like, they processed it. I'm For like, sure. Okay. She's yep. They need a hot minute. They need to like give them a minute, right? Give them a minute to process it and don't try to think for them. No, don't try to dictate. Don't, don't let the control issues get in there. Don't let your identity be dependent on whether or not they accept this new version of you. Like these are the ways that we trick ourselves, you know, where we'll start something for a few days and then somebody who poos it and we're like, oh, okay, obviously that was dumb. No, there was a reason that you did that. You know, like this goes back to the whole thing of the heart. Allow your heart to expand. Allow yourself to share more love. Who cares if your type of love is silly? Right. Because you can <laughs> feel that expansion and retraction. Like yeah. your body conscious enough, um, or, or I should say energetic body, not yep. but energetic body enough, you can feel that restriction happening yes and then you can also feel the expansion and when you do feel Mm -hmm. that freedom in the heart you want more (laughs) you know you're just oh my gosh you're almost like and you want to share it yeah and you want to share it you do want to share it you you don't want to be selfish with with that because love is not selfish so yeah lean into that you know and practice and practice and practice totally Um, I think we're definitely going to have a follow-up conversation. Sure. <laughs> I think we get, we have a lot. So I, I really think it's important to talk about it um, as it relates to the kitchen, kitchen and beyond. I like to say, mm-hmm. because you got your energy. Um, I want to say, I don't want to say, I want to, if you understand your energy, let's say you understand it and you can knowledge is power type thing. You can be taking that to all sorts of fun places throughout yeah. your entire day. Yeah. So the tips, we'll, 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 we'll close with leaving like a few, I know you've got a bunch of tips. So <laughs> I would say, and we talked about some, we were already, I think we talked a little bit some, but any other tips or tools that you'd like to just sprinkle in here until next time we talk? Well, I think you hit it, which that even though subtle energy seems like a new phrase, you feel it, as you said, you feel it. You know when you're in an expansive space and you know when you're feeling contracted. So trust trust yourself, right? And just give yourself permission to reach for the expansion. Right. And, And let that be the space that you're, you know, instead of scrolling on Instagram or Facebook, take five minutes and breathe into your body and find that feeling again, because it's there because all of it is in your body. So what are, what are you gonna nurture and develop? Right. Yeah. And I'm glad you said breathe because that it sounds so simple. And I remember when people started with teaching breath work and, and even though I, I have my yoga certification, I'm a yoga teacher, but um, before that, I would think, what is this people telling us other people to breathe? And I was a shallow breather mm. before I discovered my energy. Yeah. I didn't never really noticed it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I never allowed myself to take those deep cleansing breaths and how healing in that, that itself is like, you know, pressing mm. that reset button and just giving you that moment of stillness. And yeah, even that breath I just took as we were talking just felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> because as we're talking to you and I are oh, yeah, you know, we're excited, changing a lot of energy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that stillness and breath. So that what the simplest things, right? Is just, oh, yeah, it really is. Expansion, take you, the, breath. the little things can make the big difference, right? It's different. Drink a lot of water, breathe. <laughs> rich for love playfulness right like it seems so easy to say but even and I think yeah and I think that's why these conversations are I like to 
I'm I'm reminding myself because although we know it, I my brain gets caught up in the everyday. Mm-hmm. And I always feel really good when I start exploring it again and getting inspired again. It gives me like a, it's like a well that I, it's, a, it's a bottomless well. It's always available to us, but you, your frequency and connecting with people that are in that frequency can help to open you up, open yeah. your frequency back up for yourself. It yes. can be in a mat under five minutes. It can be in a minute. It's just making the connection the right energetic connection and you can do it yourself, but sometimes it just, you just need a little couple of, yeah. Reminders. So a couple of fun conversations, fun conversations. <laughs> so we'll, we're going to end it, but before I end it, I want to make sure that people can reach out to you because you have a lot of great, great content. I know you have a Facebook group. Um, you have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you have an email list. You have one, like her, her, um, PDFs, her downloads, um, her, you gave a lot of, um, like, what do I want to say? Free content. Um, kind of like not journal prompts, but I bought something from you. It was the wheel. It was the year wheel year. That was wheel of the year, the planner. Yeah. Yeah. Loaded with great stuff. So definitely reach out to Christine. So it's, um, sacred vitality. Does your website sacred vitality? No, that's Christine Okay. Yeah. Belt. D-O-S-T-I-E dot com. Yes. yes. And on uh, Facebook, it's the same. And YouTube, it's Sacred Vitality. Sacred Vitality. Great. So yeah. if you, um, you look up Sacred Vitality on YouTube, you'll be able to see lots of videos. Yeah. And then you get your frequency on right right away. There you yeah. go. Learn learn all about it. Reach out if uh, you're looking for something that's not there. Because in the past year, I switched platforms. So <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I agree if there's something that you have a question about, whether it's for me or Christine, really ask because yeah. we don't like, we clearly love to talk yeah. <laughs> about this stuff. So, and we're always not thinking, um, you know, about the questions, but if you have the question, we definitely elaborate on it more. Um, Absolutely. Other and then it becomes people. more tailored and personal and it's great to have all this information, but and I'm sure you're the same way. We want it to be useful. <laughs> yes, we want it to be useful. And sometimes I I find it too, you know, I'll think somebody will give me an answer and I'll think that was so simple. But for myself, I was just, I was two in my head or yeah. whatever. And, and, and you know it, you know it. It's just bringing it to it back into the light for you. For so, sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for oh, being thank you. on Too Much Energy Shift. It absolutely applies to the kitchen and all energy applies to all parts of your life. You yes. are so powerful. You are so magical. And we are passionate about reminding you of how exciting that is. And, you know, what are you going to do with all, all that love you're going to create? What are you going to do with all that energy you're going to create? So it gets very, very exciting. So thank you, Christine. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. I'm going to one second.